What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, you might be hearing these noises outside in the background, because we outside again, you know? Um, it's a nice, sunny day here. This time, it's not raining like the last time I was outside. Um, and if you were wondering how come no episode next week, is this a now bi-weekly podcast of some sort or whatever, ever so often? Nah, uh, that was the week of my birthday. And I'm pretty sure y'all who've been listening to this podcast for a while, y'all know understand that I don't really record. I don't record episodes on the week of my birthday. So there's that. But we are back with another episode. So let's get it started. And I wanted to talk about representation, something I've talked about on this podcast a couple times already. Um, I saw this tweet and I just thought, yeah, you know what? Let me continue on this discussion of representation and pretty much ask the listeners out there, uh, especially the non-black ethnic listeners out there. Um, whether you subscribe to the podcast or not. Um, I just want to know, and this could apply to pretty much any group, but again, I'm saying the non-black ethnic groups simply because this deals with South Asian representation um, by this man's tweet. And I just thought, you know what? Let me chime, let me read the tweet and let me chime in on all of it. So this tweet, I believe his name is Shivy states the fact that bend it like beckham is still a big deal to so many asians shows just how few south asian led films have been out since we haven't even scraped the tip of the iceberg on diversity yet so what shivy is arguing here is for those who are unfamiliar bend it like beckham is a movie starring this Indian person who, you know, was really good at soccer. <laughs> you, that's, that's the slightest, you're probably like, there's far more to it. I'm sorry. You can uh, go, you know, watch the movie yourself, but it came out years, years, years ago. Um, and it was probably, like Shivy stated, was probably the biggest movie in the South Asian community. Um, you know, at that time, you know, and I guess because it still is as far as it being one portrayed in America, let me put it that way, because it was that that gained popularity in America. Let me put it that way, because there's plenty of South Asian slash Indian films that are popular, but only in India, you know. Or only in, you know, other places where uh, there's a huge Indian population. You know, Malaysia is a place um, that comes, another place that comes to mind um, with that aspect of it. Um, but Bendelite Beckham had a, a big American, um, you know, success. So this is because America is supposedly the benchmark for every freaking thing and standard in the world this is something that they look up to they aspire to because if white people in america love it that means it's a great thing yeah anyways like i said i wanted to speak on shivy's comments um because what he is basically saying is that there needs to be more south asian representation in movies and Hollywood in general and I'm not going to argue against that if Chevy him being a South American uh, South Asian person um, if that's what he wants to see I'm not going to argue against that I'm not South Asian you know so I'm not going to argue what they should and shouldn't want but as a black person as a black American who've been like other black Americans been used as what I want to say diversity puppets by Hollywood by politicians by the United States in general 
I don't think this is something you really want. My thing is, I want people to be more so concerned with rather being seen, being heard rather than being seen. And not just being heard, but being listened to rather than just being seen. Because you see what happens in politics when you have, you know, uh, Kamala Harris, a Barack Obama, uh, whoever, who is, you know, half black, half this, black in this, or just someone black in general, right? They might be a black lesbian or a black gay person, a black trans person, a black whatever, right? And all of that stuff is, it's, it's, a, it's a great thing to see people who are of these, you know, I guess categories or groups be in these high levels, right? But if these people don't necessarily achieve anything, if these people aren't taken seriously other than their sex, their gender, their sexuality, their race, um, then the representation means nothing. It's pointless. It's Again, it's just for the people who are... It's just for a specific institution, whether that be the government, whether that be Hollywood, which at times is one and the same, but we'll get into discussions about that in future episodes. Although I've touched upon that stuff in the past, in past episodes. Don't remember which ones? Gotta listen to them all, I guess, if you want to hear that. But with that, what I'm saying here is all it does is make the institution look woke, look like they're not racist or sexist or, you know, make them look open-minded but what is that actually doing for the individual? What is that actually doing for the group of individuals? And why I saw this tweet and I thought to myself, you know what, I, I, I have to talk about this mindset um, is because, again, I don't want other groups. I, do, I want black people to stop doing this for sure. But I don't want other groups especially to fall into this this trap that being seen is the same as being heard and listened to because especially what politics do or politicians do both political parties do is they will have a black face they will have a woman face they will have a lesbian face a gay face you know a muslim face but when it comes to actually doing for these groups some groups get more help than others but as far as actually doing for let's just say black folks since you know that's what i speak on here no tan nothing tangible actually gets done it's just a bunch of words and promises broken promises 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 all of that and but hey we we got we got you a first the first ever female VP is a black woman. Half. Get it straight, half. But the first ever present black president was a... Okay, half. But either if you want to go based off that half, again, what did Barack Obama do for black folks? Kamala Harris is all over video clips saying she's not going to do anything specific for black folks or just for black folks. And I know people are gonna sit here and be like, well, that's not how the United States work. Again, if that is not how the United States, well, they're right. The United States doesn't do shit for black folks. So technically they're right. That's not how the United States work. But why is it that other groups, once again, get something specific tailored to them and black folks don't? It's always excuses, excuses when we want to get something specific for us and you cannot say that other folks do not get things specific for them that's utter bs you're just being a liberal um you know talking point and you're not even saying things that you truly believe or know what the fuck you saying in the first place but as far as this diversity thing go because i do want to stick on topic again i'm not telling anybody of any group that they should not want ask for diversity if they want to see more of themselves in movies and tv shows and wherever i would 
I'm 100% behind them in, 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 in wanting that. But I'm saying from somebody black who's seen that road where more black folks, that might not mean me, that might not mean you, that might not mean all the other black people you know, but let's, uh, there are a lot, ton of black folks, there's a ton of black folks I know personally that care more about being seen rather than actually being heard. When I talk, when I'm like, yeah, I don't really care about everyone's asking about, well, how do you feel about Kamala? Oh my God, we got her in. For what though? For what? She was doing more damage to black folks than, you know, some presidents out here, you know? Um, also, she was, she she's not going to do anything for us. But yeah, but that's, but at least we got her in here, right? We, what does that got to do with anything? And that's my thing. That's the thing that I want to get you in y'all's head. What the fuck does it matter if you get in more, um, you know, people of color, in quotation marks, but more of your indiv- more of your people being seen if you're not getting anything in return. Now, a lot of these groups, the South Asians and, and all the other non-black ethnic groups, tend to have get more out of the American government anyways because they are... I won't say they're more, they're probably a lot more respected. I don't know. I don't, I kind of will do want to say they're more respected than black folks here in America, but I also want to say it's because they just be, they're, they're being used. Um, you know, white supremacy, it does a lot of tricks to other groups. Um, but at the same time, I'm not going to say those other groups do not harbor the same type of feelings toward black folks as a right white supremacist would at all to say that 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 none of those groups do is would be ignorant and and just straight up ridiculous i'm not saying all of them do but to say none of them do is ridiculous um but to those who are listening right now and you are of i guess another group take it from a black man you want more than representation you you should ask for more than to just be seen in movies and seen in and and in uh public offices you should want to make sure that you your family and people who look like you people who practice the same religion as you people who are of the same sexual orientation as you Y'all, you should want to make sure that y'all are all right as a whole. Because if you have this individual, individualistic mindset that, oh, I'm doing fine, therefore I don't care about the rest of us. But meanwhile, you want to use your race, use your sexuality, use your whatever, your, 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 uh, your gender to try to garner votes, support, whatever you really don't care about these individuals yeah that's a problem that's a problem and if you're Indian and doing that to Indian folks if you're a woman and doing that to uh, women if you're of the LGBTQIA community you're doing that to your fellow members of the same community you're of some specific religion and you're doing that to some to, to the uh, people of that, that religion I'm not going to be for it either way and I'm not going to shut my mouth about it and I'm going to speak my mind. I'm not saying this is what Shivy is arguing. I'm not saying I don't know. I went all over the place or kind of went in different areas within this one, I guess, topic. But I think it all fits. You know, this is one of those situations where I went from up to down to, to sideways to, you know, to from north to west to east to southeast to midwest because it all makes sense. It's all lining up. You know, you just got to visualize it, but nah, it's all lining up. It all, you know, makes sense in this idea of representation and diversity and all this other stuff. I understand Shivy's point, and I'm not saying I totally disagree with the tweet, but I think that this is one of those situations where 
you can argue, make an argument for, but do not just settle for, okay, we want representation because Hollywood is going to see that. The government is going to see how easily it is to impress y'all. And all I got to do is put someone in your, uh, like someone else. Uh, I mean, they already done it with trash people. You got, you got the, uh, the, the agi pies of the world who is just your trash South Asian people. You have, oh, uh, the 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 uh, lady who got <laughs> scolded by Bernie Sanders uh, a couple months ago, trash ass bitch, her um, of South Asian descent. So it's like if all you care about is having someone that looks like you be seen and don't care about their character, don't care about what they're going to do for your community, then by all means, only care about the looks of things but if you're someone who listens to this podcast i hope you listen to this podcast because you want more than just to be seen just to be uh you know another face you actually want some change to happen you actually want something for your people or you could just be listening to this podcast because I don't know, you just want to be mad. And people got this weird thing where they listen to people. Where that's how that's why Joe Rogan is so damn popular. It's not necessarily because of his supporters and all that stuff. Yeah, he gets millions of views on a weekly basis because of the people who actually mess with him. But a lot of it a lot of how his his he his popularity grew is because of the people who disliked him. You know, and he's not the only one. The people who, oh my God, he's this, oh my God, he's that, and then complain about it, and then go, and the clips go viral, and then all this other stuff, and then boom, you know? Um, so I'm not saying I'm Joe Rogan at all. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All I'm saying is I'm not surprised if there are people who listen to this podcast simply because they want to be upset simply because they want it want me to say something that they know that they're going to disagree with so they can be upset with me so they can hate me but not actually say something to me because they some punk bitches anyways that's just my thoughts on Chivy's tweet just to recap everything i don't mind other groups i don't even mind black folks saying we want representation we want to be uh, we want diverse roles. We want diverse this, that. We, we celebrate diversity. I'm all about celebrating diversity. But diversity with a purpose. Diversity with a purpose meaning that don't just put us in these places just, just to put us in these places just so you can go around telling other white folks. Because all this is to impress white folks at the end of the day. To show them how woke and, and, and all this other stuff. Don't just do that. Actually listen to the voices. That's why I say my concern is you got people who want to be seen more so than rather want to be heard and listened to. I I, I want more black people in, in, in places, but not if we're not going to be heard and listened to. And there's a big difference. And I think that's something that we as black folks tend to get messed up. We think we're being listened to because we're being invited to these places when we're just being seen. And there's a big difference. Listening to somebody isn't just an action. It isn't just actually listening to the sound of my voice, the words that I'm saying. It's actually taking in the things that I'm saying or somebody else is saying. And actually, if you want to help out, if you want to support, if you want to do whatever the case is, make an action out of what somebody's words are. That's how you listen to somebody. That's listening to somebody. Not simply just inviting them somewhere and saying, hey, we got this black boy, we got this black girl, we got this lesbian, this trans, this gay person, this South Asian individual, right? This handicapped person. Because these people, all these people, plus more, all have stories and all have things to say. And if you're not going to listen to them, don't invite them to your shit. It's really that simple. That's all I'm saying. So, we're going to hit you with an ad, and then we'll get on to the rest of the episode. Still plenty of more to talk about, so stay tuned.
So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. A dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents. It's spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero, dot, zero, two, podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. Right, we are back, and we're here to talk about the CDC and and zombies. So, I guess this is very fitting since it is, I mean, it's not even October yet, but people are celebrating Halloween, which, you know, I think people just want a reason to celebrate something um, because of the pandemic, so... I predict this holiday season, whether it's a real holiday or not, we're talking about, you know, the Halloween's, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I think these times are going to be extra, extra wild. People are going to go crazy because of the lack of celebration due to 2020. But that's not what this topic is about. I just brought that up and thought, you know, let me just put that out there because it just came to mind. What this is about is um, people's efforts to cause misinformation. And it is coming from the side of the the naysayers of the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, although I do see many arguments against this vaccine that I agree with, I don't agree with whether I am for against the vaccines, which I'm actually not against the vaccination. I just want common sense to be, you know, my thing and all that stuff. But I'll get into more so of my stance in the future if I already hadn't made it clear, because I'm pretty sure I did make it clear in the past. But new listeners, new months, new ideas, new minds change. Yeah, so. You'll get my stance, like what I think per se about the vaccines and shit, instead of me just talking about the people's outrage and the reactions to them. You'll get that in this podcast in the future soon. So subscribe if you want to hear all that. Uh, But don't be a bitch and unsubscribe after I I give you my answer. Don't subscribe at all. You're just not going to get the answer. But... You got those who are against it, and I'm not, this is not me clowning them for being against the vaccines. This is me talking about those who are so damn conniving, and to those who are gullible, to believe what they see on the internet. Now, you can't go a bit, you can't, this is addressing some other person's tweets. Um, I didn't save this tweet this time. I should have, so I could read it verbatim. I didn't save his tweet, but he pretty much was talking about the CDC. And um, this is someone who, and I've seen a bunch of his tweets before. This is someone who clearly doesn't believe or claims to, you know, be against the CDC. So he brought up the the zombie apocalypse pre- preparation. Um, aspect, uh, you know, preparation lessons, whatever, lesson plan that the CDC has on their website. 
yeah, they they have a zombie apocalypse just in case a pandemic or apocalypse happened um, within the zombie with involving zombies, right? On the CDC website, I, unlike most people who probably read that tweet and they wanted their <laughs> biases to be confirmed because they're crazy, they're lunatics, they're stupid, or they just don't like to do other reading. I, unlike them, did my own research and I went to the CDC website and lo and behold, there is a zombie preparedness on the CDC website. Um, yeah, Center of for Disease Control and Prevention, the actual CDC.gov. But don't get your panties in a bunch of people. Do you know the spooky fan lovers, the zombie lovers, the conspiracy theories? Do not. Well, don't. Nah, what's the opposite of getting your panties in a bunch? Don't get your panties wet. I don't know. <laughs> don't get your panties wet. <laughs> don't think that you know. Oh my God, he's 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 gonna expose the CDC. He's gonna he's gonna do it all. <laughs> you out here <laughs> getting wet in your. <laughs> It's too early for me to be. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. But listen. So, the CDC does have a zombie preparedness on their website. But I, this is not meant to be taken seriously. In fact, from the words of the CDC themselves. Wonder why zombies slash zombie apocalypse and zombie preparedness continue to live or walk dead on a CDC website. As it turns out, what first began as a tongue-in-cheek campaign to engage new audiences with preparedness messages have proven to be very effective. Be a very effective platform. We continue to reach and engage wide variety, a wide variety of audiences on all hazards preparedness via zombie preparedness. So again, this is directly from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. CDC.gov for those who want to know. And I will leave this link in the description box below per usual so you can read it yourself. So all the hard part of having to go on Google and search it all up, all that hard stuff, you know, that super hard stuff that nobody does but me apparently. I already did it for you. All you literally got to do is go in the description box of this episode and click on the link that says the CDC.gov uh, link. That's all. That's all you have to do. But pretty much, what, what, how you doing? But pretty much, what I really want to know is. Not really want to know. I don't really want to know nothing. Plus, I was thrown off by, you know, landscaping dude working on some things and stuff. I told y'all at the beginning, I'm outside. You know, it is what it is. But this is not meant to be taken seriously. As you as you read, as you heard, or you're probably reading. Because, again, description box below. If you're listening to this podcast, you can check out the description box and read the article as I am talking about this article. Talking about the dude's tweet. The dude's tweet was not meant to try to tell people. This is what people on Twitter do. Um, a lot of the conniving, smart individuals on Twitter do. They will put out misinformation or half information, like this man did, and put it out there as full truth, or just put it out there. And then when you bring it to them, they either ignore you. Nine times out of ten, they ignore you. Or they respond with, well, I didn't say, I was just putting the information out there. I didn't mean. That's what it is. They, 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 they don't really, they, they try to put it out there and, and try to make it seem as though they weren't putting it out there to try to fool people. You know, they weren't being um, disingenuous with the information that they put out there. This man. Although there are some things he's tweeted and I've agreed with, this is one of those situations where it don't matter if you agree with somebody or not, people are going to do what they do on Twitter. You know, people who, who thrive off of that shit, you know? Not everybody in the world is like that. Not everybody on Twitter really cares about 
being Mr. or Mrs. Right or being Mr. or Mrs. Controversial, being Mr. or Mrs. Popularity, you know? Some people just on here just just doing them, right? Or doing whatever, getting whatever they get from Twitter. But he put it out there, and I think that the intent was not necessarily to educate people on the zombie preparedness program, uh, you know, lessons that the CDT has been doing since 2011. And the reason why it's still on there, as they said it, is because they've had success. They've had success with actually, and it's not even just in regards to preparing people for a pandemic. It was preparedness for everything. They used a zombie apocalypse as one of the, I guess, to make the lesson plan fun. Because if you were to use real life or whatever, some people, I guess a lot of people, what they found, and I get, and this is me assuming from the things that I read. The one thing that I read, y'all, the paragraph that I read, y'all, it's not the only thing you can read from this article. It's not the only thing you will be able to see in regards to the CDC's zombie preparedness, whatever, right? But from from what I read, that I'm not quoting verbatim, is that when they didn't do this, when they tried to tell people like, okay, this is the dangers, this is what you need to do, all that other stuff, right? It didn't necessarily go well in, as far as, as the lesson planning and, and this, that, and the third. Um, therefore, this zombie apocalypse thing or preparedness thing, whatever you want to call it, worked out well. Worked out especially well in getting people to retain the information because I guess they can put it in there and they they can you know contextualize it better that way. You know, me personally, I like I, it's like give me the real, give me the real life. If if a zombie apocalypse is not the actual real life situation, don't give it to me. Give me the real thing so I can know exactly what to expect. You know, because. You can make it fun and everything, and I understand if it's for children, especially you want to try to make it as lighthearted as possible. What's lighthearted about zombies? But at least I guess right now it's more lighthearted than actually telling them the truth. It's kind of like when we were kids in kindergarten, the stop, drop, and roll song. You know, just in case of a fire. Yeah, there was songs. I don't know if y'all went through this when y'all was in kindergarten, but I went through this. We, we made songs about fire safety, you know? Remember uh, the, the bear, the, is it Yogi Bear? It's, I don't know, the, the fire bear? Only you can prevent forest fires? All these things are put in place, not because there's actually bears and overalls and fire caps and fire fire outfits and holding axes. Not because there's real life bears trying to help people prevent forest fires. It's to make the content, what they're teaching, more accessible. I don't understand why I got to get on here and say that to a bunch of grown folks, but apparently I do. And I understand that a lot of people on Twitter, and you're, you're probably like, you're saying this on a podcast and not on Twitter, but I promote these podcasts on Twitter. Um, and I'm not quite too sure what I'm going to name this podcast yet, but I do want to make sure and let people know hey that tweet you may have seen the other day here's me breaking it down in regards of the cdc's zombie guidelines listen i question the cdc as well i question everything i question every institution i'm not one of these individuals that's just going to well they they said it so it must be true well they I question everything, everybody, every institution, because that's what a smart individual does. A dumb individual just takes things at face value or whatever, and either just believes everything that a white person says or question everything else, or they just blindly follow, you know? I encourage all of y'all to question things, but this is definitely a situation where you it can be over you can go overboard if you're that type of conspiracy theorist weirdo to think that this clearly even i didn't even need to know that this was tongue-in-cheek 
I didn't need the CDC to 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 say it was a tongue-in-cheek thing for me to understand that it was a tongue-in-cheek thing again things i was seeing i'm like this is not serious y'all really thought that there's people on twitter i really think this is serious are you serious <laughs> it's not serious people it's meant to be it's meant to be accessible it's meant not to scare y'all unless you're afraid of zombies and i don't know what to tell you but it's not really meant to it's meant to prepare you for whatever the lesson preparedness lesson plan and again this wasn't just for pandemics this was for uh you know shit like like other health related issues like you know if if you know epidemics that's what i was looking for and although they're similar to pandemics still and then they use like uh, actual what to do in an actual zombie apocalypse you know shit like that and again it's not meant to be taken seriously yeah i would be really 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 surprised if people who watch the walking dead or at least if you're like me you're a fan of the last of us the video game if you looked at what this cdc thing is and you took it seriously like come on now come on there are people out there on both sides of the fence. That's the main thing I really want to get to y'all about this situation. Not the simple fact of me defending the CDC. No. I, there, the one main thing that I really want to get to y'all is that there are people on both sides of the fence. Whatever side that you want to put yourself on or whatever sides that you see in regards to this pandemic and the handling of the pandemic and everything related to the pandemic. There are people on both sides of the fence who are intentionally trying to fool people, intentionally lying, intentionally saying shit to get in a response, to get to get whatever, right? They're intentional with all that. And then they'll be loud and, and I'm not doing that. And I'm just looking out for people and I'm just blah, blah, blah. No, you're not. No, you're not. At the end of the day, if you're really looking out for people, you're, you're going to put the truth out there simple as that you're looking out for yourself you're looking out for your life you're looking out for your numbers you're intentionally just trying to fool people just because you're egotistical maniac and you want to be able to say you have that power to fool a bunch of people um you're a loser that nobody listens to but you finally found people that are actually gonna latch on to the dumb shit that you say and now you say dumb shit and a bunch of dumb people listen to it, unfortunately. But if you're someone that really cares about the truth and all that stuff, you're going to spout, the, I mean, care about people and the truth. You're going to spout the truth. No matter how ugly it is or not. Even if it goes against what you initially want to say. If you're someone that's against the vaccines and this, that, and again, this is not against, this is not me telling people they're stupid, this, that, and the third. This is me saying, y'all really saw that the CDC has a zombie preparedness, you know, lesson plans on their website, and you think that <laughs> they are that this is real like they're like okay well these vaccines turn people into zombies so we might as well tell them how to do it wouldn't that make them the good guys i mean if your point is the cdc are they're so bad it can't be trusted and hypothetically speaking these vaccines were turning people into zombies yet they had lesson plans on how to navigate through this zombie apocalypse would not make them the good guys why would they why if you're trying to expose them for being bad guys well would you expose information that proves that they're good let's just play your game real quick a zombie apocalypse does happen and the cdc again has these articles of and there this time they're like no they're these are not tugging cheek anymore this is real deal holyfield and we're going to teach you all how to do this so save this information while the internet is still possible because once the internet is gone you you better hope you run into a person who used to work for the cdc and they're not a zombie so they can help you prepare because all that stuff right why would they be the bad guys in that situation 
the bad guys will be the people who are putting out misinformation or withholding the uh, information. You look like the bad guy that you're claiming the CDC is. And again, I don't, I'm not Mr. Trust the CDC's word and shit like that. Just cause I'm not going to deny everything. Absolutely not. But I'm not going to sit here at like I, I'm Mr. Take everything at face value because I don't like the whole lying to save lives or lying to prevent panic when you just create more panic by lying. Panic is going to happen, but you create more of it when you lie about certain things. Fauci. That was a shot at him. But the CDC aren't the bad guys in this situation. It's the individuals who say, well, they, they, they got a zombie apocalypse on there. Stay woke, people. And then put that information out there as if it's a true, like a zombie apocalypse is bound to happen. Now, I don't claim to be always right. Let's just say it happens. God forbid, right? I did some real wood over here. So knock on this real ugly ass wood over here, right? God forbid it happens. You, you gonna throw it in my face? You think anybody gonna happen? I'ma bite you. Alright? You better hope I'm not a zombie. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. So, uh, that's all I gotta say about that situation. Again, people, do your research. Do your own damn reading. Don't just look at these tweets that do numbers and think because they do numbers and that means that it must be true because who is all these people gonna lie? Yeah, it's true. It, it, it could be a case where 300 people retweeted something. All 300 of those people did not research the shit at all. Like I was saying before, I feel like I'm the only motherfucker that does the quote-unquote hard work and actually does research. Whenever I see something online, I don't just simply just take it at face value. I go on the search engine and I search up information on the shit. That's exactly what I did with the CDC shit. Description box below, once again, you could just click on the link and read it for yourself. Now, if that is too hard for you to do, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. You, you. you want to believe whatever you want to believe. But this is just utter ridiculous what they got going on. Even the CDC doesn't even take itself seriously in regarding the to the zombie preparation. They're joking throughout this article, man. It's tug-in-cheek. It's supposed to be, hey, here's this silly way of teaching you how to navigate through this very serious yet scary real life situation by using a non-serious scary fake life situation that's that's all it is that's all it is people so there's that um i'm gonna hit you with another nad because that's what i do here and then we'll go get get on to the last topic stay tuned So you know this podcast is about politics, pop culture, and life in general. And I used to review movies and probably talk about a TV show here and there. But now I have a dedicated podcast for that. It is called the Season Premiere Podcast. And it's also a weekly podcast just like this one, but new episodes every Thursday where I talk about my favorite shows and maybe movies I've seen and I review them. So if you want to hear my thoughts on all of that outside of politics and all these other things that I talk about on this podcast, go check out the season premiere podcast. You can find that podcast everywhere you can find this podcast. Subscribe over there, just like you're subscribed here, and enjoy the rest of the show. All right, back and the last topic here. I decided to actually say my stance on uh, or at least say it on the podcast I think I stated it on a YouTube video that never got uploaded but pretty much my stance on Joe Biden pulling the troops from Afghanistan or from this perceived pulling of the troops from Afghanistan after 20 plus years I believe um, 21 years so, I mentioned it last week when I did, well not last week, the week before, the episode called uh, War for Feminism. 
I didn't necessarily go in depth with it. Um, my thoughts because I wanted to stick to that topic at hand. So I decided to do a so this episode. I think I mentioned this that episode as well, but I will just say it again. Um, I support the move. I know I said that in the video that never got uploaded on YouTube. But I support the move. It was a move that I been saying who no matter the president, if they decide to do it, I was going to support the move because it was something that I wanted to happen for the longest. We shouldn't have been there in the first place. That's for starters. But since we were there, I wanted us to get out. Um, so no matter who did it, whether if, it, if, if Obama did it, if George Bush at some point during his eight years did it, Donald Trump did it, Joe Biden did it, it doesn't matter who actually did it. I wanted it to be done, and I support the move. So to say that is me saying even if Donald Trump did it last year, Obama did it before him. Bush did it within his uh, second half of his presidency. I would have supported the move. I had to say that because, you know, people like to only align with parties and, you know, good guy, bad guy. And to me, both parties suck. But when either party does well... The, the, the uh, rare occurrences when it does happen I want to praise it as well just as I do when I am not praising them for the fuckery that they're doing so if you don't know already I'm praising this move by your president the one that you may have voted for Joe Biden now, there are people on either side. There's people who voted for Joe and saying this is a bad move because of what I talked about in last episode. There are people who didn't vote for Joe who are the America first he-man type that say we need to stay there because America constantly has to be in war. American troops constantly have to, especially the men, constantly have to be shooting and killing people. To prove how manly they are. So we could feel some type of American pride about us. And then you got those who are probably like myself. Who are like. Listen. We know things in Afghanistan are, are rough. But there's nothing we can do about it. We shouldn't have to continue to risk our lives. Helping. Not even helping. Because 21 years, they we didn't do shit. And I understand there are going to be people from Afghanistan who probably have this idea. Because I think I've heard this argument. That the only reason why they wanted America to stay is because this was a mess that they made. They came into their homeland and they made this mess. Now they want the troops in America to stay there to sit and look at the mess that they made. And I understand where... Anybody who were to make that argument, I understand where that argument is coming from. But had America continued being there, whatever is going on there still when, with, with the American people that are still there. This is not a situation where if, 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 if it's going to take them 21 years, if they hadn't learned in, within the 21 years there about their mess up, their hand in the the just catastrophe that happened there. If they hadn't learned that in 21 years, what makes you think another 21 years there? They're finally going to get it. They're just finally going to get it. That's not what's going to happen. That's not what America does. What America does is when they admit when when america admits defeat or mess up they don't necessarily blatantly say we messed up we are defeated we are nah they're, they're not defeating taliban that's number one they're not going to admit that what they do is they say well guess what we tried to help out 
we can't help out anymore. We're not going to continue to risk the lives of American soldiers. We're backing out because they don't want to accept our help. That's how they pointed it out as. They don't want to accept our help. Not, we went over there, we fucked shit up, trying to create a system that we can control, but we cannot control it, therefore we lost. We lost lives within the 21 years, we lost a lot of money, a lot of everything. We never got the people that we wanted to put in place there to control the place. We're, they're not saying that. America does not defeat, uh, admit defeat or wrongdoing. What they do is point it at the other people. What they're saying is they didn't want our help and we're tired of wasting our time here. We're out. But that's not the case. That's not the case at all. The case is exactly what I was saying. They tried to implement something over there try to control the oil, take the resources, rob them of the resources, rob them of everything, control the system, control the country. And it wasn't as successful at all. You got records of the past few presidents, your boy Obama included, talking about how he has no idea why we're still over there. So this is just coming from an American's perspective. There was no point in us being there in the first place. And no matter what the reason is, whether it's the lie that they're putting out there or it's the truth, but I, what I believe to be the truth, being that they just finally admitted that they're losing. This is a war that they've been losing. No matter how many drone strikes happen, on the on on the you know via via American drones or whatever, right? That this is a battle that we've been losing for 21 years, and that they're backing out. No matter what the reason is, I I'm for the backing out. Like I stated before, y'all can feel however you want to feel about it, but. I know the last topics are usually the more inspirational ones. I didn't have one for this week, but I just thought, you know what? Let me share my thoughts on, um, you know, the war and, you know, Afghanistan and all that. So that's what I think. And that's that. That's the episode. I'm not going to make it longer than it needs to be. Finish it all in eight minutes. So, yeah. Y'all let me know what you think. Subscribe to the podcast. If you are not subscribed, share this episode. Rate it on Apple Podcasts. Rate it wherever you 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 can rate this podcast. I would greatly appreciate that. Until then, until next episode. Stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA plus lives matter. Black women matter, black men matter, and you matter, whoever you are. And I'm out. Peace.